fly of their nation, fly of their nation, fly of their nation. It's not just for you, you selfish. It's for everyone around you. What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Be, Be Selfish, Selfish Podcast. Podcast. Um, I'm your girl, Sherelle. I'm Lily. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Uh, the feedback has been... Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, been overwhelming. Awesome. We be reading everything. We read all the comments. Yeah. We read all the messages. All of it. I'm super excited. I love, I, I've had stories. You got stories too? Yeah, story for days. Yeah. I damn near feel like I need another phone. Um, really? okay. Just because the notifications <laughs> is like, I'm like, I'm sick of this. It's ah! crazy. Nah, but, but we in love a good that. Way, y'all. We love it. It's one of those things that, you know, at first when we started this, we didn't think, you know, I wouldn't say we didn't think much of it, but it was like, okay, we're going to try something. But yeah. then, now with all the messages coming in and just all the feedback, all the positive feedback mm-hmm. so far, it just makes us like, you know what? I think we really have to sign. Yeah. Oh, I know. People want to be selfish too. Yeah. This is this is huge. So we appreciate y'all so, so much. And because we appreciate y'all, we have a little surprise, okay? <laughs> I guess people want to know how do we have such amazing production yeah so far so you want to give a big shout out to mr producer yeah so y'all i know y'all hear like in the background like a deep voice a and everything deep voice very and we're gonna call him mr producer he is like the man behind the magic so he don't like cameras y'all so he just gonna be a voice yeah I like cameras. I love <laughs> well, cameras. Not to be in front of the camera. My bad. He don't like being in front of the camera. But he can if he, you know. I'm here for y'all, man. I'm only here for y'all. But thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm a butt in here and there, but I'm not going to be on it like that because I want to hear y'all. I be locked in to the stories myself. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah, I'm just here. I want to hear what this episode is going to be about. I'm locked in. I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean? Okay. I love that. Y'all got a fan in me. I love hey. that. I mean... What are we getting into today? I don't know. There's just so, I mean, there's like so much stuff that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, over the past weekend, I was just thinking about uh, social media since now that we are obviously the Be Selfish podcast. Mm-hmm. We have this new Instagram page. Make sure you go spam us and uh, follow, like, subscribe, all that. Definitely. But I noticed that uh, with social media, when you unfollow somebody. Oh, it's like screw you it yeah it makes people feel you're dead dead yeah Mm -hmm. so you know i guess one time i didn't follow i didn't notice that i wasn't following somebody and they read me fulfilled they was like off of a follow off of a follow well now you know people have these like apps where you can um see who unfollows you so people are really invested in to know who's following me back yeah absolutely yeah 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 and that's been like for years now but i think it really hit recently because obviously social media is a land of you need to feel validated and you know a whole bunch of highlights and who's following you and i personally feel like if you following me then you just rocking with my personality Mm -hmm. you know what i mean whether i follow you or not because i ain't tripping that I don't know, like Michael B. Jordan ain't following me. I mean, I don't even follow him anyways. He's just fine. And I just want to say hi, Michael. 
Okay. So yeah, I'm just saying I'm like tell I'm Michael not... about that book. Right? Mm. See this what happens there. We'll see. I got the secrets of Sherelle, Michael. If oh you're watching, my God. if you ever get to watch. Y'all want me to y'all wanna pawn me off to somebody so bad, okay? No. But can I be devil's advocate? Yeah. Why don't you follow those people back? To be honest, I really if I don't follow you, it's either we haven't had engagement enough for me to say, okay, like mm-hmm. this person I want to follow, or I might not like the content that you're putting out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see um, ass and titties all day. I I don't want to see, um, I'm not big on aesthetics, mm-hmm. but I definitely don't want to see like, you got three pictures. Why do you care if I can follow you anyway? You know what I mean? Like, I guess they want the numbers to go up or something like that. I'm not big on that either. I don't have a lot of followers on social media. So there's people that are big on it. I I see it as um, for me, if I have a business page and you follow my personal page, go ahead, follow my business page, too, Mm because I see it as support. Yeah. In a way, you know, if you follow, you pop up on other people's feeds and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So as a networking thing, why not? Um, But. If we have a fall off, often like in, in in real, I want to say in real life situation, because there's real life, there's social media life, right? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. So in real life situation, we have a fall off, and then your number one thing is to unfollow and block. Hey, if that helps, yeah, that's what people do. If that helps your situation as far as un unblocking me and unfollowing me, and it makes you feel better, go right ahead. But I already did that in real life. I feel like if somebody blocking you, they got real pressure with you. Like, you blocked me. Because my page is open, right? Mm-hmm. My page I'm, is open, I'm, too. I'm very, like, listen, my page is open, so I'm not really even thinking about following people. Now I'm a lot more intentional about it. Yeah. But block me? I feel like so, if somebody blocks you, they got pressure with you. Mm. No, people are starting to use social media like if that's their real life situation. Yeah, no, you got everything. You got relationships on social media. You got friendships on social media. You got people venting on social media. Yeah, dear diary, straight up going on live with tears in their face, talking yeah. about the. Oh no, did you see the 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 video of the girl? I think she went on live and she was like busting up all her um boyfriend stuff in the house like she was on the live and she was um why would you incriminate yourself like that <laughs> to be on live and do it so guess what someone's screenshotting it and they you know they found out but she was really recording herself as she was destroying every um her, her boyfriend stuff like cereal on the floor you know, you've seen that. You've she seen that video. Cereal on the floor. Cereal, like all the cereal on the floor, the cup noodles. She 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 tore up the the Jordan. She tore up everything all on live. Yo. And everybody's like messages like, get out of there. Why are you recording yourself doing this? Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah. That how would you want to incriminate yourself mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a lot of incrimination going on online. I mean, there's a girl that I think she blew up her ex car or her boyfriend car. Yeah. And then got arrested for it. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, people don't do things like back in the day where it's just yeah. private. You know what I mean? Like when I was pulling up to an ex's house, 
there was nothing. My sidekick couldn't like film anything. Praise God. You know what I mean? Everything has to be. I think today I sent you the Hazel E video. She's putting on her, on her. Yeah. In the trash. In the trash. Why are you recording? Why are you posting? And then it ended up on the shade room. So now it's a viral video. Yeah. I mean, I think people become so addicted to sharing their whole life, their whole life on social media. And, um, I mean, it definitely takes away from like the mystery of things for sure. Am I? Am I? It takes away from real relationships because now, yeah, that's the, it's no longer between two people. Now the whole you have let the whole world into that situation. Even and it could be something so temporary, mm-hmm. you know, because y'all could have a fight, mm-hmm. and it could have been just a fight that day. Nothing. No. Now you recorded that fight. Right. Now it's on, and now you're gonna be able to relive that fight. All the time. And then you're going to get right back with that person. Yep. And, look and every, now everybody's <laughs> side eyeing you like, girl, you just burned mm-hmm. everything down. Just you saw all of you throwing the drinks on yeah. him and punching him. And now y'all all happy. Yep. That's insane. It is, it is insane. Y'all I don't the whole world in. I don't think I no. I've never done nothing like that. That's just that's just in, I mean, but then again, I don't even like. I don't even post relationships, mm-hmm. but even with friendships, like you're not. With your platonic relationships, you're not going to go on there and be like, this girl did this to me or that dude did that to me and da, da, da. I just feel like it's tacky. I feel like... It's a waste of energy. It's a it's a waste of energy. I mean, I remember when I used to have Facebook when I was like early 21 yeah. or whatever. I remember these girls was beefing with me and then they just started talking reckless, right? Mm. I didn't want to go and... Um, go back and forth with them. I was just ready to pull up. Like, I know you real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's just kind of like handle your business offline, especially when it's like a friendship or ex-friendship. Like, it nope, ain't got to be all today. that. Not today. It don't happen like that today. Now the whole world got to know we beefing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole world got me. So is it is it like peer pressure? Because even if you end up squashing something with someone in real life, like you were saying, Back in the day when rappers would get in beef, it would be easier to squash it. But now because of social media, you got people, the trolls. is The trolls. The all, yeah. Right. Instigating all it. They're instigating. Even tweets that's not about the person, they're atting the person like, mm-hmm. oh, this tweet is about you. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there is a pressure. I, I mean, we, we're very we regular about, people. Yeah. So I don't think anybody's going to come to us and be like, what did you respond next? nothing Mm -mm. you know but maybe at that level it's more of a pressure for them to feel like i have to say this or i have to do something outlandish to to have this reaction for the public but why would you want all in my head if i got an issue with somebody i'm gonna call you i'm gonna text you i'm gonna tell you what's up yeah you know and like have that conversation with Mm -hmm. you the whole going on social media posting on your story well uh you see what is it it's like you see if you see people acting up like just you already like kind of give yeah. you off that vibe of like, OK, is this mm-hmm. is this story about me? Yeah. Like, are you trying to say something to me? Because we have something going on. Yeah. Like, never feed why? into that because they, you know, people people will say things just to get a reaction out of you. And it's kind of just like I think people seek I'm, it for attention. I'm living rent free in your head, baby. <laughs> you know, but the 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 thing is, right. We are moving into 
not just social media, mm-hmm. but virtual reality being reality, right? Mm-hmm. Because the metaverse, Facebook, which is the metaverse now, their whole goal is to have people live in the metaverse, meaning you work in the metaverse, you party in the metaverse. How does that work? I'm not doing it. You have meetings in the metaverse. How does that work? I'm like, not doing I don't, it. And, and I'm, I'm asking a serious question because... I'm not doing it. I don't know what that game is, but where you put the goggles over your face or whatever and the kids are playing it and you know and I and my nephew has it. Yeah. And instantly I was like, "No, this don't feel right." He was like, "Oh, Auntie Rail, like put that on." So I put it on and instantly I knew. I was like, "This is not right. You want us to completely forget about real life. Our surroundings. Our surroundings. Can't see nothing and you're putting us into this virtual world. But how do you live in a metaverse? How do you buy real estate in the metaverse. But they are already. They're <laughs> having concerts and stuff. They have, I think it was a, uh, how does, a stand-up Travis, comedy thing. Travis Scott Maybe I need did to look one. that up. How Tra- do- Travis Scott did one. Snoop Dogg owns land in the metaverse. Um, it's a fake world, so can, guys. So he can move in at any time? He, he already moved in. Uh, Death it's Row, a fake world. On. He took off Death Row Records, the catalog, off of streaming to put in the metaverse, the whole virtual reality aspect of things there's car companies that already sponsor the metaverse so if you watch like the nba or nfl you'll see commercials and stuff like that for advertising so what i'm saying is the virtual reality it's the metaverse is actually the real world but a lot of people it's a fake world yes no guys it's a fake world (laughs) yeah but a lot of people really feel like this is real life like i can invest i guess real money no, no, but exactly. So you're going to invest your real money where there's going to be the crypt- cryptocurrency uh-huh. or real currency uh-huh. or whatever the case may be. But like I said, if real companies is already buying into this, that means you're going to have real people that already work for these companies logged in to the metaverse. I'm going to have to like research so I could have a whole. I could have a whole family in this fake world. I'm going to call it fake right, world. Exactly. You I can, can be marry anything you want in the fake world. I'd be a married dangerous. billionaire with yes a thousand kids in this fake world. Yeah, but so, then sit right here. But beyond that, the the because that still sounds like a game, right? But right. The fact that you're working in the metaverse. Okay. You're working. So do you the, make real money off of yes. this fake world? Yes. What? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Can like, this yes. podcast be in the? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> You can sit there right now, right? As yeah. a unicorn. You can sit there as an owl right now. Or a giraffe. In the, or a giraffe. Okay. Or you said owl. owl. I love owls. In the, in the metaverse. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. And have wow. our voice. And, and have then... our voice. Right. So if anybody lives in the metaverse right now, please let us know how's life. Because <laughs> I want to In the fake know. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just keep saying it makes right. me feel comfortable saying right. it's a fake world. But it goes that's what back it is. to what you guys are saying about like you know social media validation. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to off track it, but it, it all intertwines with social media validation and people living on the internet. Yeah, and you you beefing on the internet. You finding love on the internet. You don't talk to people in real life anymore. I do. Oh. Right, right. No, Pause. but guys, we have to stop thinking. As individuals, you're and right. As a society, yeah, yeah, yeah. As far right. as where is society going? Because there's I dating apps. I don't care where I mean, society's people- going. I care where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
but we're moving. I mean, but I your get what kids you're saying. Is being raised in this society, yeah. so right, like she said, she had a nephew mm-hmm. that has the game. Mm-hmm. You don't have the game. They, they are not making it for you, right? They're making it for them. Absolutely, right? Literally. Just brainwashing our kids. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, when you said as far as the dating apps, like, or meeting people. On dating uh, apps, dating apps. My my, I love <laughs> meeting a man the very traditional way. Like if I'm out and about, and I meet a guy at the grocery store, and I see like something I may like or whatever, like I'm giving him way. the old. I'm giving him my number, or <laughs> I, or I'm taking his number. And if he asks me, which you know it's pretty rare, but if he asks me if I have Instagram, I instantly say no. Okay, all right. Watch this. Mm-hmm. This oh, is Lord. a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Right? How many times a guy or girl, I don't, I don't know what y'all into, walk mm-hmm. up to you and try to, you know, talk to you? Do they ask for your number or your Instagram? They ask for my, for my Instagram more, and it's typically um, younger guys. Lily? I get people ask for, for my number. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Grown men ask younger. me for my number, my yeah. name, and my number. So that's probably what it is. Younger guys, well, you know, they don't really, they don't want to rub me the wrong way, I guess. So they're just like, you got Instagram, right? And that's again, the new if, dating now. Now you could go on the Instagram, mm-hmm. you could get all the information you need off what of the first think. date. That's why I don't like giving them my information because mm-hmm. you're gonna see me always dolled up. You're gonna see me just. I, I show you what I want to show you, mm-hmm. but it's like you're only seeing the highlights of things, you know? Right. You're going to see the Be Selfish podcast. You might see Pretty Girl Progression. Mm-hmm. You might, you used to be able to see my nieces and nephews easily, but, uh, you know, ever since launching this, mm-hmm. I shy them away from the internet now. Or, but they see the highlights of things. They might see me traveling, eating but good. You're in control. Like, you're still in control of what you post. So you understand that. You're controlling social media. Social media is not controlling you. Right. So, but there's people that let social media control them. And they literally post their whole life on social media. And it works for some people. I don't think it works. It works. I think it only works for some. Let me tell you. There's uh, someone that I follow who, when I tell you she really embodies her full self. Her, like, you know, it could be... It might be TMI to some people, but she has a really big following because she's being herself and she's sending, she's showing us her experience, whether mm-hmm. it be with her and her man, when they beefing, she'll go check out and go stay at a hotel I can't do all that. and she'll be like, you know, me and my, me and my poo is, is, you know, we going through some things right now, or, you know, she might be saging her house and just being like, you know, I got to cleanse the air or she might be on a toilet one day and she might be. But but in the message that because it's the message, I follow people who are going to give me the message mm-hmm. beyond that. Right. She won't have no makeup on. She mismatching hair up and down. But her message is more powerful. So I can follow someone like that and listen to that. But most people are just showing us things that. Me no care. Like I don't care. They about probably don't even have that too. Maybe you know flogging. I mean? It's it's. Do we use flogging? Is that old? Is that a Miami thing? Damn, that might be. <laughs> I ain't heard flogging. You flogging, right? Ooh, wee. I'm 
mean, majority of the industry nowadays is using Florida, Miami slang okay. anyway. Facts. Period, Bendy like facts. Because so, we put on. Yeah, exactly. We really do put on. But that yeah, a lot of people have this fake people that have these fake relationships on social media. You might think they look perfect, like it's a perfect picture. Yeah. Super happy and really it's not. Well, you 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 have a man. So you you know, you and your man post each other. I don't have a man. You know and how I long it took me? It took post. me a long time to post. Mm. It took me a long time. Even when the in the beginning of it, a lot of people think like, Oh, we ain't serious until you post me. That's been situations that happened. It didn't happen with me, yeah. but I've seen like, okay, it ain't real until I'm posted. It ain't real until yeah. you know they see me. I don't want my hand. Just no, I want my whole face on your page. I'm infamous for posting a hand. When <laughs> I go on a little so date. I understood that once that was gonna happen, I want at least the relationship to be secure enough to be like, okay, there's going now. There's I'm opening a window mm-hmm. basically to let people know who I am involved with. But I just want to make sure it was strong enough to know, okay, there's people who's gonna there's gonna be dudes are like, oh shit, she's taken. Ooh, let me let me sign her DM and be like, hey, they what's up? Need, ooh, they you got the, to do the that. girls, ooh. you got the girls, like, you know, ooh. So you can't have friends? Hey stranger. <laughs> hey stranger, how you been, stranger? Mm-hmm. Haven't heard? It's like, uh, no, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. So it's like, okay, let me make sure all of that is okay. But do you have that conversation with your partner first when yeah. you're going to go public? Like, you know. Yeah, I definitely much? did. Okay. I definitely had that had that first. And then what he came at me with, like, why do you care what people say? Because you can't care. I was more on the energy thing, though. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I'm very, very spiritual. So that I'm very <laughs> spiritual. So I'm I'm really big on energy and uh in, in Spanish we call it mandeojo. Mm-hmm. And it's I guess evil eye. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like they could see What's something. On, on the, emoji? Evil mm-hmm. eye. the evil eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. So it's like they they could just, you know, negative, negative thinking, negative thoughts, they could be strong enough to really mess something good. And me finding a good man took a long time. I know that's oh, right. It took a real long time. So I didn't want nothing. Yeah. No, I wanted to keep it a secret. Your mind, your secret. Yeah. I want no one to know. Nothing. Yeah. So that's what really, I don't know if that's what probably kept it under wraps for as long as we could keep it under wraps. But once it was out in the open, um, of course, we got our, we got our people who love it. Mm-hmm. And we got our people who don't say nothing. Period. Don't like, say. You better not say nothing. Let's just keep it. Let's see. Oh, let's see how long it's gonna last forever. It's gonna last forever. Period. But yeah, and so it is. Yeah. My thing is when, for me, not posting. Uh, and it's been a while, right? Mm-hmm. Intentionally, I've said I'm not going to be in a relationship until it's really a forever kind of thing. It's like a for real, for real. I am because I'm not dating just to date. Mm-hmm. I'm dating. As a wife, one. because yes. I'm already I'm already a wife. I'm just my husband ain't come yes. yet and, you know, get to know me and all the things. So once I get to that space, I don't think I'll even I don't I wouldn't. I don't think I would only because people are like energy vampires. They want to mm-hmm. like, you know, they're watching you like right now. I'm sure there's people watching our mm-hmm. page or something and they're just like fantasizing or lusting mm-hmm. or bring trying to For bring their moment. bad juju you know mm-hmm. what i mean but god okay 
God got us. Sometimes it's more of like they don't even want to be with you. They just want to be with whatever you're around. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. So I'm glad you said that. Bars. Yeah, the bars for real. Because bars. <laughs> that's heavy. I've it's met, true. I've been around um people. That's, that's with friendships too. That's yeah, with, that's, absolutely. That's just that's everything. I've been around um certain people who because I may hang or I may know certain people, mm-hmm. they just want to like be in that in the same room. space, right? They want to be in the and room. And it's like you you can sniff it. If you have discernment, you can sniff that out easily. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time specifically, you know, this girl was just around, you know, my friends are pretty dope. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I got some lawyers in the group. I got some doctors in the group. I have stylists. I you, you know got makeup artists in the group. I got makeup artists. <laughs> like I have I have a plethora of, of different friends and associates, right? So I could just tell that this girl wanted to sit next to one of my friends in particular, right? Mm. And it's and she played herself so heavy that I was like, we ain't never going to kick it again. Like, if you would have just come to me and said, you know, hey, you know, could I pick this person's brain? I could introduce you the right yeah. way. Instead of like, oh, can you ask this person how much their fabric costs? out of New York and what they and I'm like no ask yourself I'm not coming to my friends as this like fan I'm genuinely love my friends so don't don't try to infiltrate this situation because it messes up your relationship with that person and I'm very big on like I I used to love giving referrals Mm -mm. but people will literally trash your name off of a referral you give so I'm not I was really big on it but now Good luck. Pray about it. Find your own even, way. You ha- it, it, it feels that way. <laughs> you like, got to find your own way. For you to get to the spot that you're at, you had to do certain things to get there. And then yeah. people just want to piggyback off of your off of your work or off of whatever you had to do. Mm-hmm. And That's the relationships that you have. And yeah. it's like, I'm all about mixing and mingling and networking, right? But be organic. Be authentic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're in that space... With this person, you're supposed to be there. Now, whether it's good or bad, time will tell. Mm-hmm. But you're you're in that space for a reason. Yeah. Don't them ill intentions, you're gonna feel it. And it's gonna show itself true at any point. So good luck. That's how I feel. It's like they want you to give you a give them an opportunity that you don't already have. Like, you, mm-hmm. I don't have the opportunity mm-hmm. for you yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even in the door, mm-hmm. right? Let me get in the door first, and then I can bring you with me. Yeah. Right? No, get yourself through the door. Nah, but, but look, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have a philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. That is not me, it's we, mm-hmm. right? And I don't mind being used, just don't misuse me. If you can't right. be used, you're useless. Right. Like, I, I really do believe in mm-hmm. that. So just don't misuse me. Right. So if I can get you there with me, come on. But I'm not going to drag you anymore. I'm not going to, you know, pull anybody because, look, that's just more weight on you. Yep. Right. But if I could give you an opportunity and put you in a position to do your thing, do your thing. But if I ain't got it, I ain't got it. But that person might not even be ready. Right. Because I've Mm -hmm. I've found myself trying to catapult somebody else into a position that they didn't even have a heart to be in. True. Mm -hmm. True. It's like you were. You were semi doing the work, 
So now I put you in this position and you have no consistency. The pressure is on. You have you you have no uh work ethic. And then mm-hmm. that falls back on and you. And it falls back on me. It's like so all I can do is just if I if you're in the same space with me, capitalize off of that, but you have to put your best foot forward mm-hmm. and just pray that it's the best thing. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, you know, you should because you might not have heart to be in that space right now. Right. You might need another six months and eight months to perfect or a year to perfect whatever that is before you're you, in that. How do you talk to that friend about that, though? Like, how do you like if that friend wants that opportunity, like, yo, help me get in the door and you know they're not ready for it. You know they don't wake up early. You know they always late, right? I've had a situation like that where, um, you know, a friend... I can't say an acquaintance of mine, okay? Mm-hmm. To be honest, an acquaintance of mine. She she wanted a certain opportunity so bad. And I said, you're not going to show up on time. You are literally going to fumble this play. Mm-hmm. You don't show up on time. Mm. Wh- what am I going to do with that? And then that person is a very serious person. They're organized. They're functional. If you tell them you're going to be there at 8 o'clock, they expect you to be there at 750, you know? So I had to tell, and and you know what? She took it like a champ. Mm. She was probably mad, but she took it like a champ. I don't know any other way to be like other than just rip the Band-Aid. Right. Mm. You know? Right. I, I wish I had more of a, like a, um, a softer way to say things like even you know like the conversation was having last night I suck at that <laughs> so well, what's the enough. conversation come on I now don't know if you, us I, the people don't know what's the <laughs> I, I don't know but we were talking about friendships uh-huh. and um, you know a, you know a long term friendship basically coming to an end like mm-hmm. you know that this relationship is coming to an end it, it was basically friendships that one one thing that stayed was it's true. People are experiences. So I had to understand that that Absolutely. friendship of 10 years and more, it must have been an experience that lasted for the time that it had to last. Now, as we're growing, I just want people to understand that, hey, as you grow, certain people are not going to understand your growth. Right. Certain people are not going to comply with your changing. Mm-hmm. They're used to being a certain way. They want to stay that way. But it's not your job to convince them to grow with you. No. If they don't want to grow, let them. Okay, cool. But don't stop my shine. Don't stop me if I want something different from my they life. They can't stop you. But what ends up happening is that they end up gossiping. They end up, I wouldn't say hating, but just they, they end up hating they end up yeah, just saying, like, hey, you changing up on us. What's going on? You don't talk to us no more. But you're supposed Listen to that. change. But we're supposed, exactly, we're supposed to change. That's what's happening. And, and and it hurts because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, I have a 10-year investment of my time with this, with this, with these friends. And it's just like, yo, like, okay, I'm going into this whole new world, this whole new journey of, you know, building myself, building my brand, building who I am, mm-hmm. you know. Are y'all going to support it or not? And if y'all don't support it, then I can't support the friendship. Sorry. And what I was telling Lily was, you know, she kept using the word, I'm hurt. I'm Mm -hmm. hurt. I'm hurt. And I was like, 
Dang, do you have like a, a gash on the side of your hip or something right now? Is it is it fresh? Is is it like a paper cut? Because them paper cuts be re- them paper cuts be they more severe than a freaking glass in your toe. Okay, so I when you kept saying that, I was just like, okay, Sherelle, maybe you're a little bit more um, harsh or straightforward to to some mm-hmm. to some degree, which is good. But Something you, I need, I, I need mean, that for sure. We all need it because it's like, but then I had to say, okay, these group of friends were always there for your bad times. Mm -hmm. You know, the saying misery loves company, right? They're Mm -hmm. always there for your bad times. But now that you're doing something beautiful in your life, you're moving into another arena, Mm -hmm. right? You would want those friends to support. All of a sudden they can't give you a repost. Mm. They're not calling you to congratulate you. Mm. They're in a space where they feel like you changing mm. and it's a negative thing. They put money in someone else's pocket they when put, you're doing well, we the same kind of job. We talked about that too. You're a makeup artist. They would go and pay somebody else to get the same service that you could have done for them. Put What was it I said? Put money in a stranger's pocket before Versus they put yours. yours in. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I said to you, you know, I think you said now like they're trying to do something, come mm-hmm. around. And I'm like, no, what they really want is to for you to pull out the seat for them, Mm -hmm. them sit down, and you know how guys at the restaurant will tuck you in? Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They want a front row view to your life, but they don't really want to participate in a a bigger way. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, they just want to see, okay, I wonder what she got going. How does she do this? How is she operating? How is she moving? Like, But they're not really going to contribute. They're not really going to have the conversation like when I ask you, Lily, how you feeling today? Mm-hmm. How's your energy? Yeah. You good? Yeah. You really good? Like. Those are the friends. Those yeah. are the real ones. Yeah. The ones that check up on you. Yeah. Yes. Because it's like life is already hard. But you notice like even when people are like, how you doing? But they're like, yeah, I'm good. Or if somebody says. Nah, are you I'd really like, good? Are you really good? Sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm up out here right now. So it's the second time you ask me if I'm OK. I'll be like, ah, you know, I could be a little bad yeah. days, you know. You know, with those friends that you had, my question is, why do you feel like the time, the 10 years that you had means so much if they're, they've been showing you like, I'm not there. I'm not really there to support you. Mm. Does the time really matter? Yeah, it's something that it's, it's, it shocks me. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what it is. And yeah, I see the time as an investment, you know. And it's one of those things. Y'all saw me crying. In that time, we, we, we've we cried. Mm-hmm. You've seen my pain. You've seen my hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And they've also seen somewhat of the growth, too. But I'm one, I'm one of those people that I keep it to myself, kind of. So I'm mm-hmm. not really in. But it's just like it was, I guess it was like a surprise. Like, yeah. like okay, I'm doing this. But how are you doing that? How, how do you make this? How do you do that? Wait, just by doing makeup? How do you do that? So it was one of those things. I was like, well, what I do is what I do. And I'm and and it's whatever's coming to me is coming to me because that's where I'm supposed to be at. And. I don't know that 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 it it hurts because. I care for them, Mm -hmm. I want the best for them, so it kind of hurts when you want something great for a person, but yet that person don't really care. Right. But you call yourself a friend. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's one of those yeah. things of like, then now nah, we ain't really on the same kind of level of friendship then. 
And it's like a lot of relationships, you ain't got to throw it away. But I feel like if they've been a bad friend consistently or they haven't been showing up for you, mm-hmm. then do you really need them in your life? Like, do you? I guess that's the real, sh- that's the real shit. <laughs> Not real shit, sorry. But that's the real thing we're talking about. It, it's, it's, it. That's the hard part to to understand. That's the hard part. I have to like digest it. Like yeah. I got to deal with it. You know what? It don't matter. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure in this new journey in my life, like, hey, there's going to be other friends. I'm really big on the surround yourself with who you want to be, who yes. you want to be. I'm really big Absolutely. on that. So it's like and I'm really big on bringing people on my boat. Like, come, if you want to, to, to change too, come. But they have to want, they have to want it for themselves. Mm-hmm. They also have to, and I'm really big on, if this person is being blessed and I'm in that like arena of it, I'm going to be blessed as mm-hmm. well. You got to be really proud and happy for people. Like You have to have this positive energy. Yes. That's if, what it is. If you're not happy for somebody, it could be a stranger, like, I could see somebody getting engaged on the street and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so happy. Me too. You. God bless y'all. Like, like, so people who you have to feel like you need to force to be happy for you mm-hmm. or you can tell that they jealous of you for whatever reason. And it's like, that's why you got to be careful about even being jealous of people. You don't know what they've been through in life. Yep. <laughs> yep. You don't know what that person been through. I remember when I used to have to catch the bus to go to Hooters. Bars. Me too. <laughs> right? You lied on that, on the application? No, 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 no. I mean, I lied. I said I life happened, lost my car, and I had to, like, get on the bus in my Hooters uniform with, with the cover-up, of course, mm-hmm. and go. So people who be acting all jealous of you or they have this, you know, um, you know, thing in their head about you on who you are, mm-hmm. it's like... Like, I wasn't would, born were this you way. I had to grow, grow into this. Could you be prepared to, to catch the bus or be on five dollars and stretch that for a whole week. Mm-hmm. You know, could you could you lose your job and have six months unemployed and your lights are off for like three days? Mm. And you got to go to your grandma's house to do this and do that. Could mm-hmm. you? So it's like you got to be mindful of who you're jealous of or yeah. who you envy. Like it ain't always sunshine and rainbows. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like to me, that's insane. And that's probably another thing. Even even. There's a saying with like the the prettiest eyes hold what is this like the prettiest eyes hold the I feel like I've heard that saying too the hold like the eyes. most sorrow or something yeah I don't know if it's verbatim that but I catch your flow as far as like you can see someone and they probably look so happy or they're in their space in their life they look so happy mm-hmm. but you don't know what they've been through you Absolutely don't know the not. tears those those eyes have cried you don't know the the struggle that person has been. So it's like, why be envious? Why be jealous of someone Ooh, else who's I happy? Feel so deep in my spirit, it why? can make me cry right now because it's like... That was close. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. The prettiest smiles hide hide the deepest scars. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Mr. You Producer. See, why are you so... You okay. So, I ain't gonna hold you. My smile is beautiful, but my scars run deep. Real deep. Real deep, real deep. People, people don't even know the half of it, mm-hmm. and it's like that's what I'm saying. You can't be envious of people or jealous of people, and I'm so I'm damn sure in a space where I'm not gonna allow 
uh, I don't care how long our friendship is. I don't even care if it's family. Mm-hmm. If you don't wish me well and my spirit knows that it, you don't wish me well, you're not going to have a front row seat to my life mm-hmm. whatsoever. I don't care what the situation is, who you are. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. And and I would say or I would recommend even for you because you have such a big heart and you're I so do. sweet and loving. <laughs> you know what I mean? But sometimes you got to, you know, once that person who, you know, don't wish you well, try to have a seat, you got to kick the side of the freaking <laughs> chair just so they can fall and be like, go on now. Go on. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a start doing that. I'm going to start. I'm not going to lie. It's one of the things that I it's so hard to admit to. And sometimes you fall in love with your friend's potential. Yeah. Right? Somebody that's around you, you fall in love with their potential. Like, bro, I know you can do this. Yeah. Yo, you got this if you just apply yourself. And I think also there's like a difference too. So I have friends who are more successful than me and and they not only see my potential, they know like, Sherelle, yeah. you got this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were very patient with me. You know what I mean? But I was also showing up for myself and doing the best that I could. Like, you can see that, you know what I mean? Keywords showing up. Yeah, Yeah. because I can't, what's the saying? You can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing my best. Mm -hmm. So, you know, thank God for those certain friends in my life who still keep me focused. So with these friends that, you know, they're they're high and they're, they're successful, do you feel envy? No, I lo- I'm so proud of them. Why can't I'm, we all be like that? I like, mean, <laughs> because you have so, to have a, it's a mindset I ting, guess. okay? It's a mindset ting. It's like, because you're winning, I know it's around the corner. And yeah. It, and it helps me, like, it motivates me. and lights a fire under me to say, oh, man, my friend getting it. Like, mm-hmm. I got to make sure I get it, too. You know what I mean? There's people who I went to high school. Can we with. have a friendly competition? I'm just saying. Like, can it but be it like hey. be a competition? But it's kind of like, yo, I'm gonna go for a million, yeah. milli this year. Like, what you got? Shit, I'm in here one point five. Exactly. Or I'm gonna go for a billy. Like, it it should motivate you. And and gratitude is a very important thing. Mm-hmm. Being thankful is a very important thing. And I just want to only surround myself with positive people. Yeah. I'm not here for because. Life is always going to be up and down, up and down, up yep. and down, up and down, up and down. Yep. But I'm not here for like the woes every day. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. like life already hard. You know, already. we're living hell on earth. I'm here to just create my heaven on earth, whatever that may look like. And my friends and the ones who are winning. I'm rocking with exactly. them. I'm, there's no point of being envious for what? Why I'm telling you, hey, women be like that. I'm on behalf of Lily, she ain't rocking with you no more, okay? <laughs> you know who you are. I don't know who you are, but you know who you are. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. Just like that. Yeah. It's growth. That's it. I can't be mad. Yeah, it's I growth. can't be mad. I can't be sad. It's growth. We growing. Absolutely. We growing. Absolutely. Earlier, me and uh, Lily were talking about, like, funny dating. Uh... We're talking, like, the dating apps. The dating apps of today that I feel like dating apps now, they do not, they're not dating apps. They're more like meet up in a. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard about Tinder. (laughs) The first time I heard about Tinder, I was shook. I was shocked. First of all, what's what's the last dating app you've ever 
or have you ever been on a dating app? So, yeah. And when? <laughs> what, okay. What was the name of the dating app and how long? Ago? Well, I probably would know if depending on. Okay. Your name. So I got on Tinder. Shut up. I did. Okay. So it was recently after like the breakup. I it was recently. It was recently off like off of the relationship with my my kid's dad. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like super like you know down one of my friends was like oh get on tinder it's gonna help with your self-esteem weird that's how she told me but yeah it's Uh gonna help your self-esteem because you know just post a couple of pictures there and you know guys are gonna you know message you and it just helps you know boost up makes you feel special again Mm -hmm. i guess social validation continue (laughs) exactly yeah so I did that, mm-hmm. you know, why not? Posted a picture of myself, posted other pictures. And while I'm on the Tinder thing, it kind of, it was kind of weird because I kept getting like these like hearts, not the hearts, but a lot of like, like it was just blowing up. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then mm-hmm. I kept opening messages and was like, are you real? Are you this? Are you that? I started feeling kind of like weird. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Do I, am I desperate? Like, what's going on? Like, am I desperate? Because they're reaching out to you. Because they're reaching out like, do you really exist? Like, what are you doing on a dating app? I was like, damn, what am I doing on a dating app? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And it it, it was more like the conversations. I'm actually having like, hey, what's your favorite color? This and that, whatever. And dudes are really on some like, what what color panties you got on? What is this going on? And I'm just like, yeah, no, this is not. I go back to my friend. I was like, um, this was not a good idea. So tell me, because <laughs> I've happening. never I've never been on Tinder. Tinder. Uh, so is it a sex app? No, it's supposed to be a dating app. And it's turned into basically a, sex a hookup app. app. Yeah. Wow. That's... I had even a, a, a couple like, oh, the, uh, the picture had it was the, the 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 boy, the dude and his wife. And I'm like, what do you do? Like you have, it was like, oh no, me and my wife, we like use Tinder to look for, I guess, what do they call it? Unicorns? <laughs> they, call it unicorns. they was trying to prey on you. I don't know if it's the same term now, but <laughs> yeah, that's what they, that's how they pick up, you know, people to, you know, do a little, a little shank that I like. A little trio with, yeah. You, you said, you said uh, nowadays these dating sites, right? It's like sex sites. Yeah, right? apparently I it's haven't been turning on a, into them. I haven't been on a site like a uh, uh, site since Black Planet. So, so you've been on Black Planet. You know how long so that ago? wasn't like a sex site. No, Black. I don't think so. This was back in. You never hooked up with anybody on Black Planet. Mr. Potato Head was the first and only person I ever met on a dating app, and that was right. my last time ever dating somebody. So is on Christian a Mingle so- a sex? <laughs> Exactly. You see, the thing Bye. is, these apps is what you make it. I heard the Christians be the super freaks. Right. Oh, I, how many Lord. jokes you hear about Christian Mingle and them hooking up? So listen, these apps is what you make it. Right. Right. So if you're getting on there and you're hooking up, then that's what it is. Because the way the apps is set apps up is whatever life. area you're in, you can just put in your zip code and the people is going to pop up. Right, right, right. And you're in that city for the night. What's going to happen? You're going to go on that app, you know? Gonna be a boop, whole boop, catfish, right? But to 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 go back to what Lily was saying about the how nowadays it's uh-huh. like a sex app. No, back then we had the chat lines, yeah. right? I remember the chat. My that. brother used to be on the chat line. I remember, right? Yeah. <laughs> so back then we was hooking up on the chat lines. 
That's even worse. Y'all might I don't know who's listening, but y'all might be too young for this. Right. Definitely. It would be off of a voice. You wouldn't even know what the person looked like. You'll find out when you get there. I got caught up. I got catfish before it was catfish. I got voice fish. Voice fish? Insane. You know what's so um you know what's so dangerous? So after Black Planet was MySpace, right? And again, I think this was like two thousand and But MySpace wasn't a dating ish. No. Two, no, 2006. No, 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 before, 2006. It yeah, was yeah. 2006 because that's when I met Potato Head. Mm-hmm. So one time uh, during MySpace, and this is where I can get really dangerous. I feel like that's why it's the first and last time I've ever done a dating app. So I've been talking to this guy on MySpace, and he was obviously in my area. That's what it, that's what the app said or whatever yeah. MySpace said. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, meet me. And I'm young. I'm so naive oh, at this no. point, thinking everything, everyone had great intentions for me. I pull up. I think it was it was in Carroll City. I pull up outside of this house, daytime. It had to have been no more than like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, max. And I can see a silhouette, somebody from the window opening up, like, you know, the window. And mind you, the picture that they showed me this is sounding like this, a like, scary story. Okay, girl, <laughs> I didn't even get out of the car again. When you are protected, so you know we be protected. We don't even know, but that blind open or the curtain opened up a little bit, and something said, "Do not go inside, Sherelle, and do not get out of the car." I literally looked, and I drove off. Even the profile didn't even seem like. <laughs> the picture that said, I saw don't and the way do that it. he opened up the curtain a little bit. Don't do it. Was it was not a confident kind of thing. Like, who who knows? It could have been a predator, or somebody to hurt me. It could have been anything. But man, that was the last time I ever decided, okay, I'm going to meet up with somebody no, on that social media some scary from social stuff. media apps. That's on some scary stuff. That's I, that's what it sucks about not having, not being able to meet in person anymore. Now it's like, you got to, Pray for the best when you do meet off of a social media site. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, any person I've ever dated has been off of social media. I'm going to keep it that you way. You know, like, I I don't even, honestly, if my man don't even have social media, that's that's the best. And if it is, maybe I pray your page is private. That's just my preference because I feel like if you're not doing, if you're not doing something where it really requires you to be on social media and you right. can do your business outside mm-hmm. of that, yep. then go handle your business, my future husband, yeah. my my business tycoon. Okay, get me up out of these streets, okay? Yeah, but I'm not sure, I'm here. looking for a bae. Nah, not a bae. You're looking for a husband. A husband. I'm just going to let the universe do what it do, okay? <laughs> what Rihanna say? First of all, I am not looking for anything. True. My Remember bad. I said that. Rihanna Rihanna said, My I'm bad. not looking for anything. But I'm open. But I'm saying, like, just be careful. And if you're going on these dating sites, why are you going up there just to hook up with people? There's so many diseases. You know, there's AIDS. There's herpes. There's mm-hmm. syphilis. There's mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Like, and we just got through with 2020. Like, exactly. the Rona. People want to be fast. They want everything fast. Fast, Mm -mm. fast, 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 fast. They want to live fast. And you have to get off your phone long enough to look up, Mm -hmm. see what's around you. You know what I mean? Your mate might be right in front of you, but you're so in the virtual reality that you don't even 
you, you can't even notice it. But that's mm-hmm. why it's so easier to go on an app and look for someone to date because you're you're already on the phone. Right? That's what mm-hmm. my sister said, but I don't... That's what it is. I no, you you I are telling the truth. Like that that is right. Yeah. You can go outside and meet people. Absolutely. Right? I feel but like this way... newer generation, that's right. what dating is gonna be. That's what I'm saying. Of... Like society, the so- the society of now you go but, back to okay, this fake world. The society mm-hmm. of now carves the society of the future. Yeah. If you understand what wow. I'm saying. The society of now carves Bars. the society of, of the future. future. Bars. Bars. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, so everything that we talked about from the virtual reality, from the dating online, and all of that, they might start having sex online. You never know. Like They're already doing it. You know what I mean? But on, like they're I said, the metaverse it. version. No, of they're it. already doing it. You that got sounds like they're machine. sending nudes or something. Listen, and, and, and for the women who are listening specifically, stop sending nudes to people. Like, you don't, first of all, there's, technology is insane, right? So you can send a picture to somebody and they can literally track your location off of that picture. Facts. If you're going to send, because you're going to do what you want to do anyways, but if you're going to send something, I would take a picture and screenshot, screenshot. that picture. Mm. Because you don't want somebody to track your location just off of what you sent them. Mm-hmm. But you should never be sending nudes. You don't definitely don't need your face in it, but you don't need your body either because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know about y'all, but I could tell when it's somebody's hand or body that, especially if I'm familiar with that person. I'm not sending my nudes to no one I wouldn't want them to know my location at anyways. Mm-hmm. But I mean, some <laughs> it people do be. it. Like, like, you know, like... I'm sorry, I'm not... You about to see me naked. I need, you need to know... Yeah. I need to know who you are. But, you know, but people can be so, like, impressionable and so, like, mm, yeah, it's become, it has desensitized. Even, yeah, it's Social super media desensitized. and all these raw, like, it has the, the, the meaning of those intimate moments. It has killed it. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Like, now you see, you know, titties and ad- easily. Yeah. So it's like, so a guy to be nice, you gotta see some crazy stuff. They gotta see something different yeah you know so it's like nah. but you know what you know guys say they want like you know a lot of guys i guess they want over sexual people and even women they want to see the 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 uh the print on the the freaking the gray sweatpants the gray sweatpants sweatpants season it really is shout out to sweatpants season (laughs) (laughs) what i gotta do with that i got nothing to do with that mr producer likes wearing gray sweatpants TMI. TMI. I already see I'm about to be the butt of this podcast. Listen, ladies, like I said, you are not about to hear me as much, okay, on the other podcast. This This episode, I like what they're talking about, and this is like the Mr. Producer introduction. So the other ones, I'm going to let them rock and might just give them facts and stuff. But y'all cooking, though. Yeah, he be be spitting facts. So it's a a, a perfect uh, trio that we got going on here. Like I said, I get lost. I get lost in what y'all be talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then Lily and her storytelling and so detailed and Top tier. (laughs) Lily, your storytelling is top tier. Well, I I want to be happy. I used to be. We need an animator to (laughs) animate her stories. Yeah. I I don't want to say I used to be a writer, but I got some writing experience. So Mm -hmm. I guess that's where the storytelling comes out of. I love that. But yeah. I might get back into writing. Who knows? As you should. I don't know. Write a book. Or bestseller. Right. I'm just we'll saying. 
a lot of people, you know, tap into your, you know what I was thinking about inner child, right? Mm -hmm. So like I've been uh, doing some inner child work, shadow work, people say as well, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to tap into who was I before the world tried to tell me who I was, right? Mm -hmm. What did I love most as a child? So I've been looking at my, like, you know, the very few pictures that I have of myself as a child. Like, I probably have three or four. Damn. Right? I mean, my mama had me at 15. It wasn't taking much pictures. Yeah. So I'm going back and I'm like, dang, what did I love to do? I love to color. I colored in the lines. I, mm-hmm. I would do that, you know, outline, and then I would color in the I lines. I used to do that, too, with the, you would thicken up the corners. I would the, thicken the it up, the corners, the, yeah. and then, you know, shade in lightly. Or I love to um, record things. Like, I love to, up until I was even in high school, I would have a little camera, mm-hmm. and I would always go and do behind the scenes. Now, I don't think I'm this, like, uh, videographer or anything to yeah. this, but I just love the whole story and like allowing people to just be in front of the camera and mm-hmm. say something like yeah. I, I love that so I've definitely been working on this inner child Ooh. I have you know I have some ways to go and I cried a lot because yeah. of it because I had to like forgive myself for things or I thought things that were my fault mm-hmm. but have you ever done inner child work no what is that I'm still figuring it out, but it's really just tapping into who you were before the world told you who you were. Mm -hmm. And then it allows you to also, I guess, map out who you are right now. Like Mm -hmm. probably makes you find out what your actual love is. Because when you're a child, it's you have this innocence, right? So it's like whatever really made you happy, you'll know because it's what brought you joy. Right. Maybe maybe that's how I got into makeup. That's crazy because that's 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 when I'm thinking about it, there was this book that I that I read that it was I'm that girl. Mm-hmm. And it said that your passion will be right under your nose. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would never pay attention to it. Sometimes something you're supposed to be doing is right in front of you. But it's so you're so used to it that you don't see it as something possible as far as to make money out of it right. or make a living out of it. Right. That's a lot of people's dilemma yeah. right now. I know yeah. it was mine for a long time. No, but what you saying, like, before life told you, like, before the right. world told that's actually, it's true because sometimes mm-hmm. people think that life controls what you do when really you control what you do. Right. That's why, well, it's not called inner child, but for what, what like, my father taught me, it was more like knowledge of self, mm-hmm. right? So I always had that journey of knowledge of self, right? So I had a grandma that's Christian, right? And then yeah. my dad is a Rasta. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's two conflicting things. So yeah. I go to church with my grandma on Sundays. Then I go to the Rasta meetings and hear what they have to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, Isla Selassie. Mm-hmm you know, being from Africa, being the original man and, mm-hmm. you know, loving your sisters and things like that. That's yeah. why I'm so pro-black or black radical, as they like to call mm-hmm. them, right? But, yeah, I think that's where that comes from, where it's like, when I was younger, it was more of knowledge of self. Up until now, that's why mm-hmm. I read so many books. Yeah. Right? A variety of books, right? Oh, Looking wow. for knowledge of self. Yes. You know I mean? yeah. See, this is why Mr. Producer is so cool. Yeah. Super cool. Like, but I think that's so dope. Like, we're all, we're all should be striving to know, mm-hmm. like, 
knowledge of self, like to gain that. The more that we know, like can't nobody trick us into believing anything. Right. I even looked up the the, the history of my last name. Where is it from? Mm-hmm. Sutherland, Scotland, you know what I mean? Things like that. Mm-hmm. So I know like not to put too much weight on your quote unquote last name because that's not yeah. really your last, last name. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. it's a whole it's a whole like history lesson that oh, that we need to unlearn yeah. and relearn yeah. our own history. Yeah. Right. I've definitely been on that journey. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it so far. Yeah. It's scary, but at the same time, it's necessary. And I think the only reason why it's scary is because when you ask, whether it be God, the universe, Buddha, Allah, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, you may believe in. When you ask to, like, remove the veil and see things for what it is, you're going to see some things. Mm-hmm. Right. You're really going to see some things and um, whether it come in your dream, whether it come from a person walking down the street and they stop you and say something to you that just is like, whoa, how'd you know that? But it's it's a forever journey, you know what I mean? And I just pray I I continue to find like the masters within it, like the master teachers who can help me and guide me along the way too. And I mean, obviously I have to do my part. Mm -hmm. But you seem like you're on like, like, your journey now, yeah. like you said, of the inner child. Oh, and yeah, the knowledge yeah. Of self I, I am. I for sure like am. I, I for me, I just I don't have like a master teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, like reading some things or I might YouTube. YouTube University you is like the yourself. goal. That's the goal. I have a <laughs> that, shirt that says that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see yourself as your own teacher. I, absolutely. Yeah. I do. I do. But it's kind of hard to even say that sometimes because it's like. I'm forever learning. I'm forever a student, mm-hmm. right, you know? Right. Like so you're learning yourself. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. y- you know what it is? It's like I also wish that I had a mentor, right? Yes. Outside of like my father cuz I left Jamaica like when I was like what, 14, 15, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Came to Miami. So it's like my father wasn't there to give me the rest of the lessons. Right. I had to learn on my own. It wasn't a lot of male figures around that'll put you on to certain things. Right. I had to go seek those books myself. Yeah. So that's why she's saying it's kind of hard to be the student and the teacher at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I had to pick up on, you know, if if you haven't heard episode one, I talk about like my childhood and my parents. Mm -hmm. And I know I didn't go into depth, but my mom didn't give me certain lessons. My dad didn't give me these life lessons, you know? They damn sure wasn't talking about knowledge of self or, Mm. you know, this is what you should look out for or, you know, this is what we've been through. They're trying to feed off this four? Hmm? Four? Four siblings? Yeah, I mean, They're trying to feed all four of y'all. Yeah, so (laughs) I didn't have that. But what I did notice was, you know, certain blessings that would come into my life where, Mm. you know, I remember an ex uh, an ex of mine's his mom said you know you have to do your personal work mm. and when she said that that stuck out to me like i've never heard anyone say that to me yeah. before and i was just and i took and that was back in 2012 when she first said that to me so I, i've ran with that ever since you've got to do your personal work and then you know i would have somebody who would come like you know, spit some knowledge and I'm like, Ooh, I need a book on that. Or mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta finish this book. I need, I need to be so well equipped because I don't want anyone to ever 
trick me out of my position, mm-hmm. trick me out of like my mind. So if I don't work on me and like the truth, then it's like I don't want to aim, walk around, you know, aimlessly. So I'm forever, yes, a, a, a student and a teacher. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it gets difficult navigating that sometimes. It's crazy how, how, how much self-work, like, it's like, if you don't pay attention to yourself, you can't really do anything. Your body, your, it's going to tell you everything. You get lost in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't think that there's work to do every single day, that's the biggest lie you're telling yourself. Right, right, right. Like, you know, there's some days I ain't going to hold you. I'm just sitting on it. I just want, I'm like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I'm just sitting there. And I will sit there and I won't do nothing. I won't crack open a book. I might binge watch something. Mm -hmm. I might pig out. But then I'm like, damn, Sherelle. No, sometimes your body needs that. Yeah, sometimes that's like your own relax. That's your own. That's your body saying, "I'm tired." Right, and 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 you have to honor that as well. But in my case, I'm like, you have work to do every day. There's something Mm -hmm. that you could be mastering about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I know there's distractions when it comes to going out and partying and, you know, being on the scene. But if, if I just allow that to consume me, like I really, I, I don't want to be, what do they call it in Jamaica? A waste man. I don't want to be a waste man. Like that, that is definitely not. Yeah. That's not what's up. So I'm always thinking about doing my personal work. True. Yeah. And you know, like you, you're con- constantly doing your work, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Spiritually, mentally, like it it has to always be like this ongoing evolution of thyself. So what led you in the journey to search for yourself, to know that, hey, it's time for me to think of me? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, Honestly, I can't really tell you when it hit. I, it almost feels like an internal thing that, I knew I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. but I will say, I remember back, uh, the, the most recent thing that I can think of is back in like 2012. And it's kind of crazy. I would say 2012 because they always say that's like when the big reset happened. Mm. Right. So, but that's a whole nother conversation. But back in 2012, I remember, um, I was fasting and, during me fasting like I felt like exposed to things I've never experienced before like I thought I was seeing like demonic shadows and spirits and yeah I because you know when you're fasting and you're only on water or fruits and veggies and you're you're, it's like your body's adjusting and you're not on sweets and candy and all these things and that was the first time I really took fasting seriously right and I think I was on day seven or eight and I was inside of my apartment. It was a beautiful day. It was right before I was going to go to Hooters. And I just, I started seeing things. Now, it's crazy. <laughs> I wasn't scared, but because at that point it was like, I was already like having this conversation with God. Like, you know, I, I just want to, I was praying about love at that mm-hmm. time too. And I was also thinking, 
I just want to be better. I want to be healthier. I want to, I, I like protect me, give mm-hmm. me peace. Like, I just remember saying that and, you know, I don't even know if I fully believed it, but I just was like crying out because I was on my own. I was in a real dark space. I just felt like there's nowhere else but up. So I don't know. It kind of just naturally came out of me. Like I knew that like internally I was supposed to like be better. And I also knew the fact that I went through a lot of stuff when I was younger, physically abused, uh, uh, sexually abused. And I said to myself, oh, my God, like. If I'm still here, Mm -hmm. like it got to be more to like all of this, you know, because I always had like light in my heart. So. I don't know. I think it just naturally started coming out of me. And the more that I was seeking God, mm-hmm. God was like giving me more. You know, mm-hmm. he was giving me just what I needed. He, she, like giving me exactly what I needed. So yeah. maybe 2012 is the most vivid memory for me to like, I want to figure some things out. And I don't know everything. So if you walking up to me and asking me like, yeah, so this thing from knowledge thyself, I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, working mm-hmm. on things and trying to figure it out. But I was I went through a lot of shit as a young one. And I just kept asking, like, make me better. Protect me. Mm-hmm. Protection was really big at that time for me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it really came from. Yeah. Man. That's really deep to me. like Deep episode, man. Y'all be feeling it. <laughs> yeah, it, it really be deep to me. But I'm sure we'll go like deeper into just like our spirituality. And like, that's what makes me confident, you know, yeah. to sum it up, you yeah. know, because I want to answer the question. My confidence comes because I look at myself as a God. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, if God is love mm-hmm. and God created me and I'm love, and accepts me for all of my mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, it's up. Like, mm-hmm. I did, I'm still here. As long as I got breath, I got options, exactly. you know? So I'm just at a space where it's like, Bars. it's all good. <laughs> if I got breath, I got options. Yeah, it's all <laughs> good. I got to, you know, shout out uh, the Hood Healer for that. Because she, that, that you know, quote take took me very far it's like as long as i got breath i got options i still say it to this yes, day when i wake up in the morning so yeah i will start saying that as man. long because it's true you know what i mean people will be like i'm gonna give up you know uh you know why did i Complain. wake up today and it's like as long as you got breath mm-hmm. you got options so thank god i woke up today yeah mm-hmm. if you woke up that means you have purpose yeah you there's something that you haven't completed yet there's something Back. Now you got to mm-hmm. figure it what it is, mm-hmm. you know. Us having just this conversation right now, like if it wasn't for me crying out to God and be like, yo, like I just I want to live in my purpose. I want to everything that I do. I want it to be natural. I don't want to have to clock in and clock out for somebody else. I want to mm-hmm. be fully Sherelle mm-hmm. and I want to have great relationships with people and everything that I want will come to me because mm-hmm. I'm really living in myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here, I'm being present. So, hey, 
I got breath. I got options. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I ain't a billionaire. I ain't a millionaire it's, yet. It's going to happen. And, and I don't know what's going to come, right? But I'm rich in spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm healthy. It's all good. And mm-hmm. I have my family. It's love. True. It's like, I, it's all love. It's all good. Like, Wow. Yeah. Toast to that. Toast to that. Toast to just get my drink. Toast to that. Toast to like. I was about to say preach. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) Yeah, you was going off. Yeah, because it's it's it it runs deep for me. Cheers to uh, as long as we have breath, we have options. True. What else? Just living out our purpose. Living out our purpose. Anything for you, Mr. Producer? Knowledge of self, man. Mm-hmm. Knowledge of and always cheers. seeking knowledge of self. Here, Here we grow. Here we grow. Here we grow. 